Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Tuesday morning, Mikhail Dawn Stenzlin, Greg Stalker, Anthony Dorenzo, Phil Omquist. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, 720, major, major announcement. Actually, a really big day. Major announcement at 720 tomorrow, and Tony Bruno at 830. Wow. So we're looking forward to that. Be a loaded show. It's a packed Wednesday. That is correct. So we've established uh, many things in the first 18 months of this show. Many times I'm mystified and flummoxed by things that go on in society. And I'm unaware of things like, you know, teachers that actually make 100 grand or, um, you know, when central air conditioning was created, <laughs> you know, things like that. Uh, but I never thought that this was a thing and this was possible until we came across this story, and Anthony was actually able to track down the audio and video as well, and I teased it a couple of minutes ago. A Costco shopper is left stunned after the store allowed her to return a two-and-a-half-year-old couch with no receipt, and keep in mind the couch was used, and they allowed her to return it without the receipt simply because she didn't like it anymore. And they gave her a full refund. Wow. This is remarkable. So apparently at Costco, when you're a member, it's buy it, try it, and if you don't like it, you can take it back. Now, I mean, I remember when I was in college and I worked in retail at Foot Locker, we would always require a receipt. This was 2003 to 2006. Um, We would obviously take it back with a receipt if it was unused, if it was unopened, but even if you like took the sneakers out and you could tell you wore them for basketball practice one day indoors and they weren't marked up and scuffed up and dirty, but they just didn't fit. They were too tight, whatever it might be. We would allow you to, you know, make the return and get store credit. Or it, I think the policy was no receipt, store credit, uh, receipt. You could get your, your money or your card refunded. I never thought in a million years we would get to the point where you can actually do things at Costco that include returning used bed sheets. Wow. You can return a dead Christmas tree. What? With no questions asked. So you buy it December 3rd, you keep it up, you return it January 10th, it's dead, the the pine the needles are falling off, it's brown, they'll give you the, your money back. I don't know how they stay in business. But I also think it's kind of a scumbag move if you take advantage of this, right? That that would be my... I, I can't operate that way. I have a sense of uh, pride and self-respect. I'm not going to, you know, abuse the system, so to speak. But we have the audio and video. Let's play this wow. first, and then let's talk about this. This is Jackie Wynn, okay. who uh, posted her experience on TikTok, because as we know, people love to chronicle their life experiences on TikTok. But this one is flummoxing. Costco returns Jackie Wynn in Seattle, two-and-a-half-year-old couch. She just didn't like it anymore. Let's take a listen and watch this. Doing something that I've never done before, and that is we are returning a -a two-and-a-half-year-old couch to Costco. Wow. So we bought the couch from Costco um, two-and-a-half years ago, right before we had some devil. And I don't know why I was so nervous. Um, I think maybe because, like, it's been that long. But, like, we bought it from Costco, so. And there it is, loaded up in the back of a truck. Hopefully that's a Honda Ridgeline. Yeah, they're going right Look at this. I do want to premise, it is very intimidating going in there with a big, giant purchase. Yeah. 
and you're returning it. It's a used so couch. Very intimidating. There's a lot of people staring at you, but who cares? Return it. They have an awesome return policy. Definitely look online. I don't think you can do it on electronics, cigarettes, alcohol, but buy your furniture from Costco, girl. You can return it when you don't like it anymore. Okay, I didn't get to film after because we were in a rush and stuff, but when I got up there, I already knew the date that I had bought it because I had taken a photo of when we were bringing it up to our apartment at the time because I was pregnant and I couldn't lift it. So luckily I knew the date. Um, I told her around the date that I bought it. She looked it up in the computer, told me exactly which one it was. She found it like, online, whatever she looked at. And then she goes, okay, cool. And that was it. She just asked me if it was if there was anything wrong with it or I just didn't want it or like like it anymore and I said I just didn't like it anymore, which is we just don't like the color anymore. And oh they gave us a refund, full refund to his card. So yeah, it worked. Okay, so they're able to confirm that she did, in fact, buy it there. But after two and a half years, I mean, that couch might have dog hair on it, oh. crumbs, Hope- loose change, bodily fluids. Yeah, I was- I, what are we doing here? Hopefully they didn't take a black light to it. I mean, my God. <laughs> we allow returns after two and a half years on used merchandise because you don't like it anymore? Bar- I don't like the color? Barbara on the YouTube chat writes, watch, uh, watch all the big screen TVs being returned to Costco after the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hey, what do you think about buying an 85-inch smart uh, Samsung flat screen for the big game, and then we'll just return it two weeks later? This is unbelievable, and and Dorenzo says it's true. Well, she. the funny thing is some people are slamming her, uh, saying, you're taking advantage. Well, that's my thought. Of their generous policy. On the other hand, this I don't have a Costco membership, but I this makes me want to get one, Mm -hmm. because I love... I love stores that have a generous return policy. Generous? Two and a half years? That's amazing. And it's used. That's amazing. We're not talking about 90 days satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. I mean, my God, she got this in 2022. I love that. I love. Really? Yeah, especially because there are some stores that I just won't shop at anymore because they have a stingy policy or, or because if you buy a gift there. My wife is saying, she goes, hmm, we need a Costco membership. You can't return anything at Sam's Club, which I don't know what Sam's policy is, but I'll take her yeah. word at that. Um, I know my sister and her um, her husband have a Costco membership because he gave me his card, the actual card, when I first moved up here uh, in August of 2022. And he said, if I need anything, use just use the membership card. I said, okay, great. I've never once gone in there since, but... I mean, two and a half years? It's, ridi- it's ridiculous, honestly. Dude, could you imagine if you have kids, what your couch looks like yeah, after two and a half years? Are they then selling it used? Like, who's buying that They're couch? They're probably donating it to somebody or giving it to an employee. It doesn't matter. They got so much free publicity for this. But I, but I will just tell you, their, I looked up their official policy, and their official policy says 90 days. Yeah. So if there's probably some discretion involved in here. But at this particular store, yeah. they, they take it back, right. and ultimately, she just created an incredible free commercial I, for them. I can't. I'm shocked on that. You think that this is like you? You would do something like this? Like that seems very two and a half brown, years. I mean, it? you're 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 no. You, I would you know. I wouldn't do it. I would donate it. There are places that will come and pick it up. I don't think it looks, I, it's in perfect order. She could have just donated the thing. I don't have the guts to do that. I don't have the guts to walk in there and say, 
Yeah, I'd like to return this. I don't have the receipt. Uh, can you look it up based on my membership? She goes through the transaction log. Let's assume you are a regular member at Costco that you use it. They've got to go back through two and a half years worth of transactions. Let's say there you shop there every 60 or 90 days. Then they find it, and then they probably look at it, and they're like, what in the hell? What's, what's wrong with this, sir? I just don't like it anymore. Now, as far as electronics, I will point out to you, electronics, cigarettes, alcohol, perishable things you cannot return but furniture is the one thing i guess you can think about how many uh, farts are trapped in those cushions <laughs> would you stop <laughs> why would you <laughs> mm, thank you mr no, desantis I'm, I'm yeah i am i am shocked at you dawn that you think that this is good policy this is our this is a horrendous policy. she thinks it's good policy but she wouldn't do it herself though i wouldn't do it but oh no, the electronics must be returned within ninety days. Now, so actually, let's I'm, go looking, through, I'm looking through the fine print. Different items, like if you maybe if it was a painting or something you hang from a decoration standpoint in your house, <laughs> uh, maybe an end table, but something that human beings sleep on and lay on, or as Greg Stocker says, pass gas on. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Nicholas wants to know on the YouTube chat, are we now getting our news from social media? <laughs> that's a very fi- that's a very good point. To be fair, I believe I found this story, and I believe I found it from the Daily Mail. Yes. So it is not. I got it from I got it from a website. Yeah, the from, video was from TikTok, yeah, but the story from Daily Mail. I'm not on TikTok. So. Um, Plus, it's a lighter story, so if it, you know, obviously, I, I'm just saying this about it, that this kind of thing explains Costco's loyalty of customers so we, that the fact that they say we have a 100 percent guarantee customers come first customers always right if you don't like that color of that couch bring it on back because guess what they buy that couch that couch is really an ugly couch yeah they don't frankly. they don't want to deal with the hassle and the blowback and they just say well we'll just take yeah. one on the chin because we're making money hand over fist anyway. oh yeah they bought that thing in bulk right and and so th- yeah i get it but like we're living in a world now where you can return two and a half year old couches but yet we fire people at walmart <laughs> for saying you know somebody's baby is in, yeah. a, in, in a shopping cart wearing a diaper when a it's gr- 37 yeah, a grieving and by the way that one i i'm waiting to see the fall but the follow-up yeah. on that other story we talked about yesterday because that mom was grieving over her baby toddler who died of of you know, was born with um, birth defects, etc. We're living in retail bizarro upside down world. Let me ask you a question. As a company, how do they, because, you know, every company has like uh, check and balances, you know, like, like you're, uh, you're, they all have money set aside for like returns and waste and all that nonsense. How do you, and theft. how do you account for this? Like you have no idea somebody's going to buy something two and a half years later, they're yeah. going to return it. Well, How probably, do you account for that? It's probably just like with not to get like too deep in the weeds, but retail. I think most establishments have like a shrink percentage, which is an uh, an allowable percent that they can have either go to waste or have stolen. I think when I was at Foot Locker, the shrink percentage when you got audited by your district manager was like point seven percent. Next life experience was it? I Foot used to. Locker? I'm, I told you I'm Al, I'm Al Bundy. I used to sell <laughs> shoes, except I didn't sell women's shoes. Well, I did sometimes. <laughs> Let's look at Costco's financials and their quarterlies. They're up. Their net income is up sixteen and a half percent. Revenue f- almost fifty eight billion dollars, up six percent year to year. I mean, yeah. Costco. This is the reason that they get the loyalty they do, 
And I will say for the wholesale club that we belong to lately, I I was saying to my husband because he has his, I'm like, you know what? I, we should try, we should try a different one. I think that the, these deals are not that great. This actually will make me go out and get a Costco membership. Gonna, wow! Hell, I'm going to furnish my my whole house. I'm just going to get a bunch of furniture, well, and keep not, it for three years, and I'm then not return doing it. that. To your boat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, who's buying couches from Costco? Yeah, you better ask your wife. Yeah, stop. Stop. (laughs) I'm going to sound like an elitist snob, but... um, No, that couch that she had, like... Okay, go ahead. Well, you are an elitist snob. You trashed Walmart yesterday. Oh, that was true. Walmart is horrendous. They're not. Too too low. low I love Walmart. No, no, no. no. It has nothing to do with the products they sell at Walmart. It has to do with the clientele at Walmart. What? (laughs) Just just the, 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 the dregs of society. I go to Walmart. I'm there once a week. People in their pajamas, three dollar t shirts. <laughs> Ugh. Buying, uh, let me buying, get sorry. Let me get Anthony in here because no. he was he was at Costco yesterday. No, Dorenzo, are you planning on returning any uh, sectionals or dining room tables? <laughs> no, I, I haven't really had any experience returning much. But as Dawn said, they don't let you do that when it comes to electronics. Uh, but this is, I think, this was due to you can get warranties on their furniture, and some of them are insane. So this could, to your question, Greg, of where do they kind of yeah. fill in that gap, I think that's partially, and on top of that, people pay for those memberships. That's at least $60 a year, if not more, and they have their credit card program. I think their their whole policy is just keep the customer as happy as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you scan that card every time, so as long as it's mm-hmm. within a warranty or you know you yep. bought it within your membership, they do everything they can. <laughs> Carl, Carl writes, great hot dogs. Oh, uh, they are. You could get a hot dog and a soda for a dollar fifty. Uh, what? Wait, that is my that dad. As you're shopping, that when you're done, there's That's a there's a whole food court. You is get it really? Pizza, you can get hot dogs. Get Nick. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I remember as a kid, Kmart had that. Yeah, Kmart yeah, used yeah, to have yeah. like little pizza pretzels and hot dogs. Little Caesar's pizza. Little Caesar's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So go there. You can get a hot dog, dollar fifty. What's the cheapest oh lunch in town? God. Nick's gonna be like next time the girls visit. Hey, we're going to Costco. <laughs> By the way. Dawn's point is 100% accurate because by them returning that, or by these people returning that couch, it got Nick Kale and Dawn Stensland to say, hey, I'll sign up for a Costco yeah. membership. So whatever they lost from that couch, they're gaining by yes. by you two saying, yeah, I'll sign up for a membership. They right. say when you buy furniture at Costco, I'm reading from their policy, you can return it for any reason at any oh time. Oh, my God. You see, wow. you see, Dorenzo just walking, walking around aimlessly at Costco, <laughs> eating a hot dog, drinking a fountain soda. Hey, Mary, I totally do you like that. this couch? Yeah, <laughs> we didn't buy a couch. I can't afford the couch right now. Peter yeah, S think. says the Costco pizza is awesome. Yeah, okay, yeah. And bowling alley food's good too. <laughs> what is it? What is people? No wonder we're we're all fat as houses. Yeah. And we have we have yeah. diabetes. Everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah, the Costco hot dogs oh, are hot amazing. Dogs. You got to try the tacos at Target. Amazing. <laughs> Jesus. Phil uh, Phil says when he worked at Brookstone years ago, someone returned a used garden hose after ten years. And Phil gave him his money back. What? What is Brookstone? Oh, that like high yeah. end place. Is it's like a high end what hardware store? Phil, Phil, jump on the mic. What what is Brookstone? Brookstone was like a sharper image back in the day. Oh, okay, but, they uh, still exist. They're online. Now. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. So somebody Perfect. brought in like a, a used garden hose, and you guys just gave them the cash back. Yeah, because that was the policy, and now they've changed the policy. But yeah, that was the policy back then. We got to give the money back. It's crazy. We're gonna hear a crazy story in the next like year or two about Dawn returning a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> What's the what's the longest you've held on to something and then returned it? Do you know? I mean, I think I've had something probably close to a year. 
But it was a never. Year. But it was never opened. Like I got something for Christmas, like a, I don't know, like a sweater or a pack of uh, you know boxers or, or whatever it might have been, and it was just sitting around in like my closet, and I never even took the tags off. And I looked at it, and I'm like, I don't want this, and I took it back. I wouldn't use stuff like that. No. I've got news for you. Most people don't return the stuff, and that's what they're banking on. The vast majority of people yeah, yeah, yeah. either donate it, they give it away. They don't. I, they're not going to lug it back over somewhere and, and return it. Honestly, I would have never thought to return something after that. And I think that's most people. Like yeah. they're like, well, we bought this two and a half years ago. Let's just uh, like get rid of one, it. It's, it's one thing if you have it for sixty days, ninety days, six months, and it's defective. I mean, I've had, um, I've had a was it a lawnmower or a. Gr- <laughs> It was either a lawnmower or a grill. I think it was a lawnmower. When we first moved to Nashville in 2019, in year two that I was there, we had the we went real low budget on a lawnmower. Like Dawn would be offended. She would look at that and say, "That thing's like you know, that thing's low energy. It's like the Jeb Bush of lawnmowers." <laughs> this thing couldn't. I'm telling you, this thing couldn't cut through two inches of grass. Uh-huh. And I took it back twice. And then one time there was like a fuel issue with it or an oil issue with the primer and the pump. And I went back to Lowe's twice. And like I, it was just such a hassle that I was like, I can't deal with it anymore. And it was like I was trying to cut through like the like uh like I was trying to chop down the rainforest with this it, weak lawnmower. Um, I just have to say this on the return thing: how long it's been? Like, how long do you hold on to something before you returned it? Kevin Pools wins the internet. He says, "Me, twenty-seven plus years. My ex-wife. <laughs> Come on, that is amazing. That is amazingly funny." That's why I, dare they? That's yes. why I uh, laugh yeah. like a mental patient. Kevin. But that's not really a return because <laughs> you still got to pay. Right. That's more like a, a like a you know I've always thought like marriage licenses should be like driver's licenses. They should come with like an expiration, right? No, there should be no marriage license because yeah. the government made marriage licenses to prevent interracial marriage. Oh. That's why they did that, and and it's just another thing that we've gotten used to. But the mm-hmm. government. Should not be involved in marriage. What is it? What does a marriage license cost, by the way? Because I'm sure they they make money off of that as well. Oh yeah, but they also it gives them the right to get into your family. Now they know your assets. When you get a divorce, you have to file things in court. They want to know what you got. They mm-hmm. want to talk about controlling your kids, etc. Oh, full circle back to the big take this morning with yes, social sir. media, better parents, and smaller government. Yep. Crow fishing yeah. on YouTube says Dawn rose between two snobs. No. Oh. Oh, so Greg and I are the snobs and Dawn's the Rose. Well, because you guys made fun of Walmart. No, I didn't really make fun of Walmart. I am. I'm, I, 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 I go into Walmart from time to time. Honor. Yeah, I like uh, I like the super Walmarts with the groceries and the, uh, uh, the TVs. Yeah. Uh, Big super places. I'm serious. I love Walmart. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I, you know, push comes to shove, I'll go Target, but I don't really do any of that to begin with. People fight over $4 items. Yeah. Like it's the Wild West. I'm battling my own battles right now at Giant with self-checkout. I'm waging that war. Once I accomplish that victory, I'll get to Walmart. That's that's further down the list. By the way, Walmart is, is one of the biggest, uh, takes the most government subsidies, I think, of out of any company so like all of you small government people like i love walmart like they're the biggest freeloaders around (laughs) plus plus the people who shop there are as well can i get this with food stamps wow (laughs) no you can't no you can't take your hungry man dinner and go away i used to to live off the hungry man in college The chicken, fi- the, the beer battered chicken tenders with the uh, potato wedges with cheese sauce. Oh my god! The dregs of society. Oh, it was like there's like 52 grams. Of- if you ate a hungry man, <laughs> yeah. I, here's what I want people to do: next time they go to their grocer, 
Check out the Hungry Man's in the Frozen section and read the content on the back, the nutritional facts. It literally accounts for like 82% of your fat consumption for a day. You eat that thing, you're done for the day. That is it. <laughs> yeah, see, Magic Man, exactly. The most entertainment you will ever have is walking around Walmart for at 3 o'clock in the morning. The, oh, no, the freaks really do come out at night and I, go to Walmart. You would not catch me. I'm not anti-Walmart, but I'm not going after after dark. No people, no shot. People in their pajamas. No. Their 921. Butt yes. cracks hanging out. Exactly. Oh we got to get to the uh, the morning mystery oh, do we? movie clip. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kale & Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. No idea. No, no idea, idea what you're talking about. I got it. I understand how these deals are made, right? See, someone has leverage. Anthony, f*** them. It's over. You I got them for so. wire fraud. It's over. You're done. I, You're both done. I, I, You're done. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? Richard, you requested the $2 million and you gave Brenda the account number. No, no. We didn't. We didn't do any of that. None of them. How do we know that you don't have the money? Really, I find this a little offensive. Think you know what it is? Call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. And once again, all week long, you can win a pair of tickets to Major League Wrestling Super Fight this Saturday, February 3rd, at the 2300 Arena in South Philadelphia. For more information and tickets, visit MLW2300.com. Call at 12 Eight five five eight three nine twelve hundred or uh, twelve ten. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Caller twelve will win those tickets to Major League Wrestling Super Fight this Saturday. Kale and Company, our winner, and what's on the cut sheet part due next. Stay right there. Speaking of the weekend or any day, Parks Casino, the number one casino experience in all of Pennsylvania and beyond. They really do have it all. It's my casino of choice. 3,200 state-of-the-art slots, 115 live table games, the best sports book on the entire East Coast, award-winning restaurants like Parks Grill, Steakhouse, Bamboo, Liberty Bell, Gastro Pub, New York's best club comedians every other Thursday night, and the best bands every weekend only at 360 Lounge. Remember, Zioli is at Parks this Thursday night. Top headliners every weekend at the Excite Center, Parks Casino, the ultimate destination for action, excitement, entertainment. America's top psychic medium, Matt Frazier, April 20th. Mark your calendar. Comedian Andrew Dice Clay, April 27th. SNL's Colin Jost, February 16th and 17th. Comedian Nikki Glaser, March 9th. Tracy Morgan, May 11th. Hollywood medium Tyler Henry is August 3rd next summer. Free parking, valet parking, EV charging stations. For all things Parks Casino, just visit parkscasino.com. Sportsbook, this is how you win at Parks, P-A-R-X. Got to be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Tuesday morning as we roll on. Don't forget tomorrow morning, 720, major announcement. Looking forward to that. Tony Bruno tomorrow at 830, 855-839-1210. We will get to what's on the cut sheet part due in just a matter of moments. But right now, we welcome in Carmen from Hatboro, who has identified the morning mystery movie clip this morning. Carmen, good morning. What movie did we just play for you, sir? 
Good morning, Nick. Great show. I listen to you every morning. Thank you very the much. The movie is American Hustle, yes. 2013. Correct. Congratulations. That was yeah, Christian Bale. You've got yourself yes. the wrestling tickets. And, Carmen, we thank you for playing and certainly for listening, sir. Thank you very much, Nick. And you, you have a great day with the rest All of your right. crew. Thank you very much, Carmen. Carmen from Hatboro. Christian Bale turned 50 today. Oh, is that why we played that? That is the relevance today. Okay. Yeah, American Hustle, American Psycho, Batman, just to name a few. American Psycho, one of the greatest movies, and his role in that was tremendous. That's correct. Great movie. Go back to the year 2000 for that one. All right, uh, let's get to uh, our uh, morning mystery movie club. We just did that. (laughs) Let's get to uh, What's on the Cut Sheet, Part 2. What's on the Cut Sheet? I do. Uh, Nikki Haley still in the uh, presidential race, still in the primaries, Dawn. She didn't take your advice. She didn't drop out yet. <laughs> she is. She was on Newsmax yesterday. <laughs> she keeps hammering something home, which I, I want to get your both of your reactions on. If you think, take, put your both of your love for Trump aside. Ask yourself if this is a smart strategy by her. That's all I'm saying. Uh, she was on Newsmax, and she keeps referring to if we elect Trump, we are essentially guaranteeing a president, Kamala Harris. This is what she said on Newsmax yesterday. Let me play the cut, and then I want to get both of your reactions to this cut one. Phil, go. Let's speak some hard truths. If Donald Trump becomes the Republican nominee, we will get a President Kamala Harris. You mark my words. He cannot win a general election. Look at Iowa. Look at New Hampshire. He can't get independents. He can't get suburban women. He's losing Republicans who say they don't want him and will vote for someone else. It's a problem. This is not personal for me. I have no problems with Donald Trump. I voted for him twice. I was proud to serve in his administration. This is about the fact America can't lose again. We lost in 2018. We lost in 2020. We lost in 2022. How many more times do we have to lose before we realize we have got to right this ship? So she is making the argument that I made when we first started this show, pre-Trump indictment era that we are living in, that I thought, despite my admiration and love for Trump and past voting history of Trump, I thought he was unelectable because so many people just despise him, which is why, pre-DeSantis's official launch, I thought DeSantis was the only way Republicans could win. She is, But she's taking it a step further. She is basically saying, Joe Biden is dead soon. And if you put Trump out there, Biden will win, and the odds are he won't see the completion of his second term. You are ensuring that Kamala is elevated by Joe Biden's passing away. Yep. That's what she's saying. Um, I kind of believed that a while back. Now that we've got well, these Trump indictments, well, I, I don't believe that anymore. Let me just say this, and then I'm dying to hear Don's reaction to this. But let me just say this. I'm not asking you guys if, because I know you guys don't believe that. But I'm just saying, is it a smart political strategy to keep hammering that into people's minds because Kamala Harris is so unpopular? Take Joe Biden out of the equation and just say President Kamala Harris. That's 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 yeah. my question for both. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, look at this point. I mean, she she's got no nothing to lose, in my opinion. Whatever tactics she has to sell to try to cut through and actually <laughs> scoop up some delegates, I don't think it's a terrible idea. Don. 
she is i mean trump's lead over haley is is widening and it's in the double digits and i just think ultimately she's done yeah she's done well heck it's in south carolina if you look at the polls she's down 27 percent beyond double digits it's blowout territory so in her own state so ultimately you know as far as if I'm in the R the RNC at some point here has to make a decision, and you and you have to say, all right, are we going to let this continue to play out and do the a long drawn thing because there are a lot of uh, never Trumpers, or early on, especially ahead of Super Tuesday, do we get behind Trump, who's the people's choice? If I tell you what, and I know this is more about Nikki's strategy, but if I'm the Trump camp, Trump strategy, I'm in general election mode. I don't even acknowledge Nikki anymore. She's done. Well, I wish he had. Yeah, that's that's probably the smartest. Don't even bring her up. There. Don't yeah. even drop a bird brain. Yeah. Don't even just two two names. Not entity. Two yeah. names that Trump cannot mention moving forward: E. Jean Carroll and Nikki Haley. Remove those two names. And Taylor Swift, as I said. And Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes. Get only, those names out. The out next time head. Trump talks about a female, it should be that he's naming a female vice president if that's the route he takes. Yeah. Um, I, yes, I, I agree with you. Um, Bill Maher on Friday night had on Seth MacFarlane as his guest. They did a podcast together, but uh, this was on his real-time program. And Bill Maher made the case that he doesn't trust journalists anymore. And uh, Seth MacFarlane... Uh, chastised him for this and told him that you're doing exactly what Trump wants by not trusting reporters. Uh, this is cut for Phil Go. You seem to trust journalists more than I do. I trust certain journalists, yeah. Yeah, I do. I, certain ones I do. Yeah. Not a lot. And not a lot? I, no. And I'm, everything I read, whatever source, it's only half the truth. They print, they print the narrative. Mm-hmm. They don't print truth. That's a they, generalization, though. Well, it, it is, because really? it's, it's generally true. They print the side of the story. By the way, that's they exactly print. what Donald Trump wants. What they just said is exactly what he wants. I, it doesn't matter. Don't trust, don't trust the reporters. Okay. Don't trust the journalists. Well, Hitler was a vegetarian. doesn't mean I'm like that. <laughs> uh, it, it, but, the, but they print the half that they want. They're, that is going to make people like you, who are a partisan, very partisan, you want to read something that, oh, I, that, that makes me feel good. He's right. I mean, let's face it. I think a lot of us were of the belief that the media was slanted at the at a very minimum uh, pre-Trump, but Trump just hammered it home about the fake news. And you, I mean, we've we've talked about it. We've chronicled it over the last two years. I mean, three years, four years. New York Times, Washington Post, and the last true journalists that are left the the Taibis of the world, the Barry Weisses, the Schellenbergers. Those that came out and, you know, risked their reputation yeah. for journalism mm-hmm. in the Twitter files with Elon Musk. Those are the last standing true journalists because those are typical. Those three are basically liberal Democrats that came out and said, no, no, no. Here's what's really going on here, even if it doesn't align with my um, previous affiliation. Um, we talked about this a while ago, but it's interesting now that the mainstream media is picking up on it. And I believe California now is proposing a bill. And I know everybody can scoff and say, oh, California is across the country and it doesn't matter. We all know that what happens in California eventually comes to the East Coast. It sure so, does. Um, California is proposing a bill to have mandatory speed limiting devices in cars. 
Uh, this is an ABC News, ABC7, the local um, affiliate out there in California. This is their report. This is cut uh, six, Phil Go. There is a new controversial proposal here in California that would put a device in your car to limit how fast you can drive. Eyewitness News reporter Tony Cabrera live in Glendale with details on this new technology. Well, yeah, the new bill would require all cars in California to eventually have a new device called a speed governor and pretty much the device that goes in your vehicle and it prevents it, physically prevents it, from going over 10 miles an hour over that speed limit. Now, this is all being introduced by State Senator Scott Weiner out of San Francisco. The bill would apply to any new car or truck made or sold in the state starting in 2027. Another part of the measure would require large trucks to install side guards to prevent pedestrians, cyclists, and other vehicles from getting stuck under the truck during a crash. Now, Senator Weiner says the bills are common sense actions to protect public safety. But critics call this government overreach and intrusion. They say it creates more bureaucracy and is a waste of money. He disagrees. When the federal government started mandating seatbelts, there were people who said, that's an overreach. You're invading my freedom. It looks I like one. We understand now that without that seatbelts have saved countless, countless lives. At this point, we don't know exactly how the device would know the specific speed limit for the street or highway you're on, but it would probably require some type of GPS monitoring system, and that also has people concerned. You know... They, wow. they never really seem to think it all the way through. They just want to infringe upon your freedom and your rights. I mean, they basically called it right there a governor in your car. I, I don't want the government in my automobile. It, like the, the seatbelt thing I get, right? I get, I get all of that. But we're going to keep you. What if you're in an emergency? What if your wife mm-hmm. is going into labor? Mm-hmm. What if you're in Philadelphia and you got shot and you're trying to get to the, uh, the emergency room? Yep. My dad installed one of these in my mom's station wagon back in the day. How? Because the men in my family know how to do everything. And it, like wouldn't, that. Let, it wouldn't let the vehicle go above whatever he said it at? Mom had a lead foot. Oh. And my dad put a governor. Lead foot installed it. Mm-hmm. I like that. And uh, so she used to complain about it. She'd be like, oh, your father. California. But they should just secede. They just. just- <laughs> separate from this nation just i don't know go out into the pacific and run your own little government yeah get out of here <laughs> Ten miles. yes yes it was me giggling about his name yes. the wiener name and by the way he sounds like a wiener as well he, does. he looks like one and sounds oh, like one what was his name uh, scott, scott wiener yeah yeah scott wiener okay any relation to anthony i don't know scott wiener wants to put a governor in your car what do you like on your wiener mustard <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not practical. It's not practical. It's government overreach, um, personal accountability and responsibility. You know, I'm all for, like, these, you know, breathalyzers for people with DUI histories. I don't want people out there driving drunk. I don't want people out there driving high. Uh, I, I'm okay with seatbelts. Plus, in this day and age of new vehicles, your, your vehicle's going to keep reminding you your seatbelt's off. And, and it's impossible to get those things disabled unless you're handy enough to do it yourself, uh, which I am not. But no, we're not putting GPS. And oh, by the way, the surveillance and tracking of where you're going, not just how far and how fast you're mm-hmm. going. Well, they just they they really want to make uh, it difficult to travel, don't they? Agreed. They do. True. That's the, the you just hit the nail on the head. That is the ultimate goal. Well, because that's the thing with they the want to ban cars. Yes. yes. Yeah. They want to ban gas gas powered cars. Yeah. Um. Anyway. 
Uh, we talk about the border. Uh, Joe Biden said that in this new proposal, he will close the border. But if you remember when, when Trump said closing the border, it was racist. Uh, it was racist. Yeah. So a reporter asked KJP, "Why is why isn't it racist for Biden to threaten to close the border?" And um, she had no answer, or she gave a you know not as bad of an answer as you know reacting to the three service members killed. Um, I would refer you to the last yeah, one. yeah, basically that. This is cut cut twelve. Phil, go. Okay, Michael. Um, back in the winter of 2018 and the spring of 2019, President Trump vowed to shut down the border with Mexico, uh, using almost the identical language that the president used on Friday. Uh, many, many, if not most, if not practically all Democrats called that xenophobic and even racist. <laughs> Why uh, shouldn't people make the same conclusion about this president's threat to shut down the entire border with Mexico. So we believe the new enforcement tools uh, that currently don't exist, that will be, uh, we believe that will be part of this bipartisan agreement, uh, will be fair. We believe it'll, yes, it'll be tough, but it will be fair. But he didn't say he wanted to use, excuse me, sorry. No, 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 he no. didn't say, I would, I, on, on day one, I will use enhanced enforcement to in, improve the processing of people at the border. He said, I will shut the border down. Which, which suggests a, a total rejection of all people attempting to cross the border without, without a visa or without, without proper authorization, which, you know, stands in contravention to decades of international and U.S. law um, that, that governs the, the movement of people around the globe and the, and yeah. the refugees and asylum situ- system. Yeah, no, so I am, isn't that the same thing that Trump did? No, I understand your question. What I'm saying to you, the new enforcement tools right, that we <laughs> believe that do not currently exist, yeah. that will be part of this bipartisan agreement, yeah. there's, there, are different, there are different definitions, right, of mm. what that looks like, of what actually uh, shutting down the border looks like, right? So right. we're going to let them work through it. We don't know what that looks like exactly, of course right? Not. What we are asking for, what the president wants to see, is that we deal with the challenges at the border, right? That we have an opportunity to deal with what's going on, the security, and make sure that we have the funding and the resources to deal with what we're seeing at the border. There are going to be different, there are different definitions to what that looks like. Oh. And so we'll see what no, the text comes out of the Senate. And so we will, uh, we will make, we will um, certainly have a, I guess, a broader conversation once that happens. But mm-hmm. we believe it's going to be fair. It'll be tough. It'll and not racist. And not racist. She's right. There's different definitions. When a Republican wants to shut the border down, yep. national security is all of a sudden racist. When a Democrat <laughs> wants to get tough on the border, it's fair. It's, uh, it's, it's nuanced. It's, it's calculated. It's a great question, and she did not answer it. No. She, she just talked about the bill that they're trying to put forward. That is correct. But it's, it's basically the same bill that, that Trump tried in 20-whatever that was. Yes. And that was that was viewed racist. And by the way, you don't have a border if you don't enforce the border. Xenophobic. Xenophobic. Yes. By the way, uh, just real fast before we have to break. I know Don has a library here, but um, Old Man Dudley on YouTube or on uh, Twitter uh, says when when you're talking about your um, your meal last night, we said pokey Mm -hmm. like um, like Pokemon, like Gumby's friend or or Pokemon. Uh, It's actually poke pronounced. Poke. Poke. Like bouquet. Oh. I didn't know that. I I didn't either. I just called sushi. 
It's a little different than sushi. Well, yeah, because it doesn't come in those little... Yeah. Um, do I have time to rip Korean Jean-Pierre for like 60 seconds or no? I can save it for tomorrow. No, save it for tomorrow. We uh, have... we uh, have. Actually, why don't you do this? Why don't you do it on the other side? No, oh, beautiful. Because Dawn has a read for Kitchen Magic. All right. Yes. Dawn Stenzel, take us away. Yes. We will bring you the magic. <laughs> or at least Kitchen Magic will bring you the magic. My kitchen... I kitchen it's the heart of my home for sure but if your kitchen or bath is outdated you need kitchen magic they're the best they're local family owned and operated since 1979 right here in pennsylvania and they have such a great experienced team that has transformed more than 60 60 60,000 spaces in all a dedicated design consultant is going to work with you on your choice for refacing custom cabinets, backsplash, counters, tub shower conversion to get exactly what you want, what you've pictured, and it does come with an industry-leading warranty. Right now, they're offering 12 months, no payments, no interest financing, and 10% off your model, your remodel, 10% off. Visit KitchenMagic.com, KitchenMagic.com. Make sure you tell them Dolan sent you. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. We will find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show in just a moment. But a lot of conversation this morning about how just awful Corrine Jean-Pierre is about her job. Um, I've, I've got a study here from foxnews.com, courtesy of the uh, MRC, the Media Research Center, that actually quantifies how good she is or bad she is at actually not answering questions. Did you know that the White House press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, answered only eight questions total in 2023 about allegations of corruption and other scandals facing President Biden across 75 different White House briefings? Of the 337 scandal-related questions, Jean-Pierre provided a definitive answer to eight of those 337, which accounts for 2.37%. This figure tracks every closely with our findings from the first half of 2023, in which the press secretary answered only six out of 252 questions, which equates to 2.38%. Now, also, the study reveals that reporters focus the most on Biden's alleged mishandling of classified documents, with Corrine Jean-Pierre answering only five out of a total of 220 questions, which equates to 2.38%. Two seven percent. She is pretty much operating at a rate of two percent across the board in anything that the media asks her. Which, after further review, maybe we just cancel that two p.m. thing she does every day because it's a waste of time. Yep. One thing that's not a waste of time is the Dawn Show. It is seven minutes out, and we find out what she has lined up for ten o'clock. Yeah, we have a lot going on in Philadelphia and beyond. Talking about uh, schools finding about our legislature and what their latest moves are. We'll talk about all of it. And, of course, the developing story with news conferences uh, expected this morning involving that officer who was shot in the line of duty. And was there a scuffle? Was there a stop and frisk situation? These are all the headlines in Philadelphia. Uh, Coming up, you know, we're going to talk about the border, as I call the crosswalk, the southern crosswalk. And you'll hear from a, a a longtime Border Patrol agent who knows this border inside and out, who knows the job, and gives us some insights into what's going on. And we know in Philadelphia recently we had a lot of major drug busts, 
And some of those individuals reportedly caught up in that net were, in fact, folks involved in this as they come across the border. So we're going to get a real inside view coming up at 10.15. 11, Dr. Marion Mass joins us live and a great lady, local doctor, pediatrician. You don't want to miss these interviews. Okay. Dawn Show coming up in about six minutes as we find out what happened today in music history. What happened on this day in music history? Music history on Kaylin Company. Today, January 30th, we celebrate the birthdays of Phil Collins, who turned 73, and Steve Marriott of the Small Faces and Humble Pie. Some notable albums today include Bad Company's Run with a Pack, released in 76, and Saxon's Dogs of War, released in 95, yeah, and yeah. FYI, their new album released last week, Hellfire and Damnation, is great. And lastly, on this day in 1969, the Beatles played their famous rooftop concert on top of the yeah. Apple Records building in London. It was the last time they performed alive. For Kale and Company, wow. I Phil Obquist. Nice work, Phil. I always learn something on that. I'll Thank tell you, you what, he's doing a nice job with that. Yeah. Nice little wrinkle to yep. the show the end of the day. Yep. Nice work. All right, let's find out who won Twitter today. Who won Twitter? Eric wins Twitter. He says, leave it to a guy called Wiener to screw a bunch of people without thinking it through. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with those West Coast Wieners? <laughs> Oh, well, we've my. got him on the East Coast, too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, my we man, do. My man, my man, Irk. Yeah. All right. Nice work. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show is coming up next. Don't forget, tomorrow, folks, 720 a.m., major show announcement. Uh-oh. And then Tony Bruno <laughs> at 830. I wonder what could be happening tomorrow at 720. Oh, you have to tune in. The suspense is just Ooh. killing me, stalker. Ooh. Killing me. Ooh. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your day. The Dawn Show is next, and as Joe Biden would say... If I were smart, <laughs> I'd say thank you and leave. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.